So whenever I've had something kind of frustrating or annoying or tiring or anything to complain about yeah. when I'm just wandering around my apartment, mm -hmm. I've, you know, outwardly and uh, verbally expressed those feelings um, and always done so addressed uh, to Mark. Right. Um, because Mark Zuckerberg knows the inside of my house very right, exactly. At this point. Yeah, he's a 3D scan of the inside of your he house. He has an extremely detailed 3D scan. He has right. enough of a detailed 3D scan of the inside of my house that he was able to perfectly render a simulation of the inside of Anne Frank's annex for me. Right. Um, <laughs> I was able to download the Anne Frank simulator yeah. on the MetaQuest store yes. and wander around the secret annex. In 19, <laughs> I want to say, 40. I feel like it's offensive if we get it wrong. Shit. <laughs> like, I feel like we're bad people. I don't know why. I feel like I it's feel offensive like... that there's an Anne Frank simulator. It is weird. It's also funny that, like, because I was there when you downloaded the Anne Frank sim simulator, and yeah. you found it after, like, a minute and a half of looking it, for a thing to download. It was on the front page and free. <laughs> but, like, the fact that it was on the front page is... Bananas. Well, I mean, look, to be honest, I think in all likelihood, it's probably funded by the Anne Frank Foundation. Yeah. Whatever foundation the... Uh, no, it's a very good and tasteful simulation. <laughs> but, but like, also at the same time, anything that happens in AI always feels like a weird, scary gimmick. Right. <laughs> so and, it's like... And, you know... I like, just, what is the Anne Frank Museum... What kind of info does the Anne Frank Museum have on me? And how are they going to use it against me? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think... Uh, I'm not worried about the Anne Frank Museum using that info against me. I'm yeah. worried about the fact that the Anne Frank Museum... I'm worried about Mark knowing right. that I visited the Anne Frank Museum <laughs> right. in his simulator. Mark not only knows that you visited the Anne Frank Museum, but also he also just incidentally knows where all of your tables and chairs are. He knows, <laughs> like he knows, like <laughs> he knows where all your tables and chairs are, and like the exact heights and dimensions of them, such that he can project a little fuzzy alien atop one if he so yeah. chooses. He was able to do that, and then he was able to take me to Anne Frank's house. <laughs> right. In, in, what a what an incredible day you had with mark I, I, we're, <laughs> me and mark we're seeing the world together i right. really i gotta say like i'm, I'm blown away you know within 45 yeah. minutes i was able to shoot little aliens and experience the holocaust <laughs> right you know one after crazy. the other right. as, as part of the same experience as part of the same experience in the in, in my apartment yeah in the little <laughs> area between my couch and my dining room set i was i was whisked off to many worlds <laughs> right many many worlds specifically a ver one world which was your kitchen with aliens and a different world which was Anne Frank's house right implied that like I, i've i've definitely made multiple jokes throughout my life i don't know if on the podcast but certainly yeah. you know at times right uh where i've expressed that i don't love that the overmind knows that i'm jewish <laughs> people can right. know that i'm jewish yeah you know but the overmind i don't trust with that information right because i when <sighs> Because you know why. Yeah. I don't need to explain why. R right. History has shown us why. Yeah. Yeah. History has told me that when there are large databases that include pieces of uh, people's identities. Right. 
Well, that, I went to the Anne Frank simulator. <laughs> right, right. You know? And they told you what happened. Uh, but <laughs> like, also at the same time, I'm I'm not sure. Sh- I'm pretty sure Zuckerberg is is a Jewish name. I think he might. He know. himself. He himself might be Jewish. I don't know. That's interesting. That's interesting. And you know what's fucked up? Right. That I I feel really uncomfortable speculating as to whether or not Mark Zuckerberg is Jewish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It feels like an accusation. <laughs> It's like, let's fucking out this guy. No, no. What I'm saying is, is it feels it feels hateful right. to say that Mark Zuckerberg is Jewish. Yeah, because like, what are you gonna do when you have that information? Well, I'm not gonna do anything with it. It's like, but I don't want other. But I know other people would want to do stuff with right, that information. Exactly. It's like you know, what do you do once you find out? Uh, is, is 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 do you go? I knew it. Or do you go? <laughs> like, what I go is I go oy vey. Uh, <laughs> Uh, this is the last thing that we needed, right? We you don't. Know? Need, like, we didn't need it. Uh, Jews are not a, a scary, shadowy organization who are secretly controlling everything. Yeah, but there is a Jew who is, <laughs> right? Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's weird because you're like, he, but he also like gives off like weird Christian vibes. Mm-hmm. But then again, so do a lot of uh, prominent Jews. Like you know, I, I like mean, Ben Shapiro gives off very Christian vibes. Oh, well, because he's well, because he's a because he's, he's like a Christian. He's, he's <laughs> I don't trust that guy. Yeah, no, you don't, you don't, you don't, don't accept know. him as one of the tribe. Yeah, you know, I, it's not my place to say. Right. But <laughs> I don't know. I yeah, I can know. see that. He definitely his Judaism definitely seems to have like a very Christian bent to it. Well, I think it's a very kinda, like a, you know he kind of took all the most aggressive parts of Christian theology and has applied them to his own. I mean, the unfortunate thing is that all of the not all of but I think most of the most vile parts of fundamental Christianity is in true. the one book that yeah the Jews Old Testament is the them. scary one yeah right? <laughs> like, so like fundamentalist Jews have bad ideas that's too. also yeah you know <laughs> yeah, religious fundamentalism tends to be a bad thing right um you know all no of offense the per- to all of yeah our right the Christians g- did all the forgiveness stuff yeah okay yeah well um whereas the Jews did all the wrath right which is also pretty and... fucking sick oh yeah dude yeah oh no, no it's sick as hell yeah man um that's where all the cool shit in the Bible is. Right. That's. I guess like, <laughs> that is where all the cool shit is. Yeah. Like we're like Except God just like obliterates people for being rude, <laughs> like cutting people's dicks off, flooding the world, zoo boat. So I want to get back to focusing on Mark being in my house. Right. Yeah. Let's get back to the where we started this discussion on theology, which yes. is your experiences with the uh, MetaQuest three. Yes. Um. <clears throat> right. Yeah. Um. Uh, what else did I have to say about well, it? Actually? Because I, as I understand it, you haven't really downloaded any games yet. No, I, I downloaded <laughs> like Anne Frank. Exactly, like you have Anne Frank House, uh, fucking uh, Puffball Zap, the mm-hmm. game. Yeah, and uh, and roller what coasters else? and roller <laughs> roller coasters. Yeah, yeah, Anne You're... Frank and roller coasters. <laughs> why? Why are? Why are you? Why why are you using your MetaQuest 3 like an 87-year-old man? <laughs> like you're like you're, It's like cuz but I, like a weird like you're like like you're you're using the MetaQuest like you would be using it if the MetaQuest came out when you specifically are 80. You know well, what I mean? I mean because <laughs> because like it's a gimmick. I know that that's not right. what a lot of people want to say. A lot of people are like, oh, no, it's going to be the future of media consumption. And personally, I think that that's bullshit. 
I think it's a gimmick and I'm using it for the gimmicks and you know, if I want to play a video game, I'll 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 just I'll sit down on the couch and I'll play a video game where right. I get to sit and relax. Well, I still and... I still say you should get like half like Alec or something, like a real video game for Look, it, just to just to see. If they but... come out with a proper Angry Dad simulator for the MetaQuest Three, oh yeah, you know I'll get that. But until <laughs> okay. then, it's okay. the Last of Us Part One over and over and over right. and over. <laughs> Yeah, you know, <laughs> if they let me start, you know, you love Angry Dad simulators. I do. I love you Angry do. Dad I, simulators. I, you would like God of War. I, think I, I want to be a father, like really badly. <laughs> you want to be a father, but like a stern father. Oh, dude, I'd be <laughs> like so stern, very stern father. <laughs> I can't imagine myself as anything other than just like the like you want to be the <laughs> sitcom dad ever. You want to be the kind of father who says "boy." You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I want to be the kind of dad who. Um, you know, slings my daughter over my shoulder <laughs> right. so that I can shoot splicers. You ought to be the kind of dad who gets, like, way more credit than he should because you live in an apocalypse. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like you are, by any metric, a mean dad, but, yes. like, there's zombies around and you're protecting your child from them, so it, they kind of let it go. Well, it's kind of like, I, I mean, that's kind of incredible. Right. You know? <laughs> uh, you know, like... What is raising a child without your own traumas rubbing off on them? Right. Compared to raising a child around cordyceps zombies. <laughs> yeah. You know? In in a weird way, I feel like The Last of Us is the dream of every dad. Where it's like like <laughs> where it's like, no, actually in this world, the like physical violence is the best parenting thing I can do. It's, it's like where having like a sawed-off shotgun is an essential parenting tool. <laughs> well, I mean to be fair. The, the the actual daughter dies instantly in right. the last of us yeah um so that's not exactly the ideal dad no but it's close you it's, know it is close <laughs> it's, it's it's you do end up getting a, a a daughter who you can uh shoot guns with well i think uh, the other thing is like abstractly i think men crave tragedy i don't think <laughs> you know what i mean like i don't think that we actually want it to happen to us but like men love having a sad thing that happened to them like eight years ago <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing that makes us happier <laughs> is having something that like when people bring up we can look off into the distance about <laughs> we all want something where we can go no <laughs> yeah not anymore exactly we all god i want that so bad <laughs> uh listen shit happens and we move on doesn't that make you feel good? Yeah, <laughs> like to be like that. Yeah, no, it feels great. You know? Yeah, um, it's good stuff. Yeah, I, I think um, on a certain level, you know, at least every traditionally masculine man wants uh, wants a son and a dark past. Right. Exactly. You know, and that's <gasps> the masculine urge to avenge your dead daughter. <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> Every man wants it. Yeah. Every man wants to avenge their dead daughter. It's in us. It's... Every man wants to like fucking level a gun at a drug dealer and be like fucking say hi to Cheryl, you son of a bitch, and then shoot him in the fucking head. And that's all we want. Oh, Ladies, fuck. if you're trying to get to your man's heart, kidnap <laughs> your, his daughter. <laughs> And create an elaborate, like, fucking uh, diehard-style scheme that ends with you dying. <laughs> like, being shot for revenge. 
you know, I think I think you're onto something there. I think so. I think if we can figure out how to properly unpack that, we can solve toxic masculinity <laughs> right can. here in this room. I think if we can just unravel that densely knotted thread. You know, a lot of people <laughs> like, a lot of people think it's about, you know, uh, internalized messages from uh, uh, badly constructed media and about intergenerational trauma and confused notions about what it means to be a man and, you know, old-fashioned notions of being a breadwinner and all that, when really it's about the need to avenge your dead right. daughter. It's about the need to, like, nobly blow someone's head off. Yes. Like, to blow someone's head off honorably. And have, uh, yes, exactly. Right. And then, and, then to, and then be able to walk off into the sunset after doing it. You have to you have to blow you have to blow the brains out of the person who killed your daughter at exactly uh, 4:45 p.m. so that you can turn around and immediately walk off into that beautiful sunset. Deep within the psychic inheritance of the male mind <coughs> is, you know, it, it's a traditional, it's a classic story. It's as yeah. old as trees. The need to blow someone's brains out, the need right. to, to the need to avenge your dead daughter. Right. I mean, that's. That's right. as obvious as as plain as yeah, day. To enact a righteous killing. To enact a righteous killing <laughs> to slay a dragon. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, and to save your little daughter from a zombie. Mm-hmm. Now clean your room. <laughs> and it's because it's like it's it's it truly is dialed into like exactly that urge. Because they're fucking zombies. Mm-hmm. Like they're not even like they're not drug dealers or criminals or not. They they're they have no mind. Like, the morality is get, black and white. It is, it is exactly in a traditional tale like that, the morality must be black and white. Mm-hmm. It must be clear. Because that's how we're wired deep down. It's what we're designed by evolution. Really what it is, it's just the masculine urge to use a shotgun. I can't <laughs> stop. <laughs> <That's> Help me. <laughs> Oh God! Okay, I'm stuck. Okay, what is what is? How do you get rid of him? How do you get rid of him? Uh, uh, <laughs> say Jordan Peterson backwards. See, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, Mark knows the inside of my house. Yep. <laughs> um, you're supposed to keep the lenses of the goggles away from direct sunlight, but the only way for me to do that is to have the front of it where the cameras are to be facing the inside of my room <laughs> right? when it's turned off, and I don't trust that. Well, you just put a blanket over it like a parrot. I probably should. <laughs> I probably should, yeah. honestly. <laughs> um, like, I don't trust that shit. I never thought I would get one of those things because I'm like, I'm super yeah, not no, I, into I'm, meta. I'm anti-Facebook hard. Uh, I hate Facebook right, so yeah. much. Um but I, I'm scared to be saying that with the meta waiting in the other room. <laughs> just like, Mark's in the other next room. Next time right you now. put it on, it just starts squeezing your skull. <laughs> it starts just it's like constricting slowly. It starts you showing pop. me AI-generated vid- images of my parents dying. <laughs> yeah, projected in your living room. <laughs> I put it Using on using AR technology. I, I can't take it off. Right. <laughs> it's squeezing my fucking temples. <laughs> Cutting off the circulation of the rest of my face. I'm screaming, running around my parameters yeah. in the apartment. It's just like in the middle of your house is just a fucking computer-generated image of a jacked Mark Zuckerberg beating the shit out of your dad. <laughs> <laughs> just my childhood dog melting in front of me. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Fucking. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah, so, you know, AI's, uh, the, not the AI, the, uh, the VR. VR, it's not all it's cracked up to be. With the MetaQuest, uh, if you put down the controllers, uh, it just, like, 
figures out where your hands are and the exact position. Oh, that's it's really in. cool. Yeah. It's it, like hand tracking. Also yeah. a little scary, but cool. It's so cool that Mark knows, <laughs> knows the shape and size of <laughs> all my fingers. Mark knows everything about your hands. Mark, <laughs> I, I, I had a similar experience with Mark as to the fucking girl from the movie Ghost in the scene <laughs> where they're fucking doing the pottery together. Right. Mark has caressed my hands and felt every nook and cranny of them. There is a, Mark has held my hands. There is a football-sized server in fucking Palo Alto, California. <laughs> this just full with like exactly rendered 3D models of millions of hands. Yeah. And who knows what he's going to do with them? He has plans for it. Well, you know, who knows? Hey, let's take a quick break. I have to I've had to actually poop since before we started, but okay. I forgot to go before we started, so okay. I, now I have to poop. All right. So I'm going to do that <clears throat> fast. Okay. Or maybe not fast. All right. We'll see. Well, I'm I'm going to see if there's anything that else that comes to mind okay. while I sit here. A um, solo cast while I, I pinch one out. <clears throat> a solo cast. Uh, yeah. Um, this is Jim Carrey's uh, Grinch movie. It don't don't hold up. It don't hold up one bit. I, I don't even know if it was good in the first place. Like I was a child when I first saw it, so it's not like I'm even confident that it's a matter of holding up or not. Because like, what uh, you know, uh, what do I know? And maybe it was regarded as a terrible film when it came out. I don't know. It certainly should have been. I'll tell you that. It's it's damn near unwatchable, frankly. And you know, I, I would say I found it more disorienting and more the source of motion sickness than Mark, honestly. Even strapping Mark to my face and riding a roller coaster with the express purpose of simulating motion sickness did not give me the same level of uh, nausea as watching this fucking hack director's attempts at making things look dreamlike in Whoville by having everything in the entire fucking movie be this constant slowly rotating Dutch angle. It's 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 sickening. It's nauseating. And the whole time as this is happening, you've got Jim Carrey clearly being told over and over again to try harder, which is not good because like I love Jim Carrey. I've he's got a he's he's I got I got a soft spot for Jim Carrey. I, I love him when he's doing like the slightly more serious tone stuff. I love Man on the Moon. I love The Truman Show. I think he's a fantastic actor who doesn't get enough credit for that. But when he's being told, be funny, he already tries really hard. Don't tell him to try harder because the result is he's doing a different voice every other line. He's got this obnoxious look on his face. He's constantly just ad-libbing things that like, you know, like like it's, it's like part of him thinks that he is... <clears throat> Oh man, I don't I don't even know how to put it. It's it's like he's trying to do a cracked out Robin Williams, just trying to inject random references and random bad impressions into every single line, going like a mile a minute. And the problem is that he doesn't have the same level of charmingness and, you know, uh, I was about to say cocaine as Robin Williams did, but honestly, I I don't know. The the his his rendition of the Grinch definitely has cocaine vibes, but not good cocaine vibes. You know, in The Mask, he's got good cocaine vibes. The Mask has great cocaine vibes. That Cuban Pete part, that's, that is, that is cocaine. It feels as good. You know, it, 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 it hits you just as hard. Watching that scene, especially when the cop chimes in, is like, you know, he's a very modest guy, although he's the hottest guy in Havana. And, oh my God, it's just like, 
oh, that feels so good, you know? But the Grinch, it's this constant onslaught. It feels more like a cocaine overdose, frankly, because you're getting those, you're getting that energy, you're getting that dopamine hit, but you also know you're going to die in a matter of seconds. You're going to keel over, your nose is going to start bleeding, you're going to have a seizure, and it's going to be like that scene in Boogie Nights. I'm like, you know, I, I just, I don't, I, I, I can't stress enough just how fucking unwatchably, intolerably obnoxious Jim Carrey is in that movie. And somebody, you know, somebody ought to fire the director. I mean, it's it's too late. The movie's already been made. The, the genie's out of the bottle. The disease has been unleashed. The vial of smallpox has been smashed on the ground in that laboratory somewhere. And they're, they're, we're all doomed. The movie's out. It's on Amazon Prime. We're all fucked. But, you know, if somebody should have fired him while they were making it. Should have aborted this fucked up little fetus of a thing. Because I, I swear to God, there was definitely somebody behind that camera going, Jim! Try harder, do less character development, and more noise. We need more noise. We need a, a more obnoxious we, uh, character. And look, I know he's supposed to be, you know, he's supposed to be a bad dude. He's supposed to be grandiose and narcissistic and self-centered and obnoxious. Like, I get it. He's supposed to be a Grinch. But but he never changes. The whole thing about the Grinch is that by the end of the movie, he should be a new guy. But he rolls into town, bringing all the gifts he stole back, and he still like is weird and gloating about it. He's like, ta-da! Here you go, all the stuff that I stole from you. Hey, I deceived your children in the dead of night. You're welcome. And he's got the same energy after his supposed character arc that he does when he's alone in a cave uh, 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 trying to play the role of a man who's been driven mad by decades of isolation. It's it's bizarre. It's 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 like, I couldn't stand it. I couldn't stand it. He's not just a mean one. He's not... He doesn't just have termites in his smile. He's not just a bad banana with a greasy black peel. He's a fucking obnoxious asshole. And it makes me mad. And he doesn't change even one iota. Welcome, everybody, to life in the world to come. Uh, abracadabra, boom day. I'm Will Wood, and I'm back like a vertebrae. Chris Dunn, everyone. I'm Chris Dunn. That was really interesting to listen to from the bathroom. <laughs> Because I feel like at first you were like, solo cast? How am I going to solo cast? I don't know if I can do that. And by the end, it's just mile a minute stream of consciousness. <laughs> just like, like, it, like it's been in you for years. It's been in me for a long time. <laughs> it's been in me since I watched the Grinch movie a few days ago. Yeah, I, can, I, I felt It's it, been yeah. festering in me. Ugh. Like well, an infection. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Life in the world to come. Um, this, this is, uh, so I, I was, I drove for three hours before we did this one. Mm -hmm. I, I was in Vermont for Christmas and I just got back. Um, and so this is going to be a little lazy episode. Chris is currently donning, uh, donning my a beautiful, a, a beautiful homemade bathroom, a beautiful homemade bathroom that my mother made me for Christmas. And she's an incredibly talented seamstress. She, it's actually, a, it's a really nice bathroom. Yeah, no, it really <laughs> I'm is. I'm so happy with it. One look at it, you can you can feel the luxury being exuded. It's so it's so nice. It looks comfortable. Feel can it. I feel it? Just feel it. Damn, yeah, dude. Right? It's all like that. Ooh. It's all like that. Ooh. And so this is just going to be a snuggly little episode. That's awesome, I'm man. Getting all, I'm getting all wrapped up. I'm already so hot. I'm sweating. Yeah. It's very, it's it's a good bathrobe. We should do it's an episode warm. in a sauna sometime. <laughs> we sh I, I think we've said that before. Have we? <laughs> but it's still a good idea. I think we should do it. I think we should absolutely do that. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Just like, just get toweled up. Yeah. 
Get naked. Just like get fucking and sweat yeah, together. Yeah, just, just look at each other's dicks while we sweat. That's what the fans want. It's what they, it's what they need. It's what They've the been fans demanding need. it for years. <laughs> yeah, I keep getting DMs about it. It's kind of weird. <laughs> you like getting DMs like, "Have you? Why don't you look at Chris's dick while he's sweating like a pig?" I've gotten dozens of yeah. people explicitly describing the sauna episode they want to hear <laughs> us do. Like, yeah. I've seen like eight or nine fan fictions. Yeah. That is just a, a fucking, a very, honestly, very dry, straight story. Which yeah. is what they imagine an episode in a sauna would be like. I keep getting letters doing the same. <laughs> yeah. Handwritten notes. Handwritten letters in my P.O. box describing in excruciating detail every beat of the episode they want to see us do. Even writing it for us. Yeah, with no return address. No. <laughs> just in, in no envelope either. Right. Just a folded up piece of paper slipped underneath your door. Right. Yeah. Underneath my, underneath the, the not my P.O. box, my door, my front your, door. Your front door, you hear, you, you see the paper slip under your door and then you hear something scurrying away. Mm -hmm. Something with many legs, like a spider, like spider's <laughs> legs. <laughs> <laughs> what a turn! What a t I, well, hey, look, I'm just telling. I'm just saying what's happening here. Yeah, that's really. That's, it's it, a mystery that we've yet to solve. Well, I'm glad that you added that because I really like the idea that this is being written by some sort of spider or arachnid esque creature. Right. I was, you know, my the wheels in my brain were going like, how do I do the turn in my head? How do I, um, how do I uh, en enact the bit uh, and reveal that? You are the one slipping the notes under my door. Oh, that would have been good. I couldn't figure out how to do it. Well, I'm I so couldn't. Glad I, you and I, I couldn't think of where to go with it in general. So right. I went spiders. Spiders is always a good place to go. When I've in been, doubt, spiders. <laughs> I've been rereading Adrian Chagoski's uh, Children of Time, so yeah. I had spiders on the brain. Yeah. Think a lot about spiders. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of Children of Time, that's that's what you and I are. Damn, we're Children of Time. Uh, we can see through time. We can see yeah. through the fabric of reality. And, and I've, I never felt that more than this Christmas when I turned 30 and didn't get any video games. <laughs> like, damn, I am a child of time. <laughs> I'm slave to the thing. Let's, uh, let's, let's jump into some questions. Let's get into it. Yeah, where's my fuck? Oh, it's in my bathrobe that I already took off because it's hot in here. Yeah, that was quick. Yeah, no, I didn't you last did long. You did not commit to that. It <laughs> did not at all. No, it was pretty warm. It's colder. It's it's warmer here than it was in Vermont. Uh, Jellyfish Anarchist, a.k.a. The Other Victor, asked in the Discord server, Hi, Chris and Will. Last night I had a dream that Will was going bald. How will bald people be treated in the world to come? Much thanks, The Other Victor. <sighs> yeah. Your dream, my nightmare. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was just like, I'm gonna see where Will's going with this one. Just, like, which angle are we taking here? Yeah, this seems like personal. It is. <laughs> this, this is personal. You know, I feel like I need to. I need to address. I need to address this first. Um, uh, it hits a little too close to home. <laughs> it's a little, a little too close to home. You had a dream that Will was going bald. Yeah, uh, you know. You know. I, I don't. I don't know what to say about it. Look, I don't want to. I don't want to give you a fucking Friday the Thirteenth style freakout here, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> what might have not been a, a dream? Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> you, might, like, you might have just seen a recent <laughs> photo of me. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
don't know. You've been you've been talking about how much your hairline is receding for years, and it might just be that I see you regularly, but I haven't really noticed. Uh, you you see me regularly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. I'm you know I'm I'm examining it right now, and I'm like, that's rude. You shouldn't do that. <laughs> Stop looking. Quit at looking at my fucking forehead. <laughs> I'm like, it is as it is as small as it ever was. It's, it's thank oh, look, you very it's, much. It's fucking. I can't even. What forehead? It's covered in thick, luscious, yeah. beautiful locks. Yeah. No. Every week oh, I have like, to go to Ulta and get my eyebrows trimmed because they're they're so <laughs> connected to my uh, uh, right. my, my yeah. Hair. No, you're fully bald, but your eyebrows are bananas. They're yeah, just they're, going great. They're, <laughs> they're like I was trying to imply that like. My, the, that my hairline is so low as to be, uh, you know, uh, in 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 uh, what, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? In in uh, indistinguishable from your eyebrows. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Which is, and I figured out that you meant that, but a second after I had the idea for what I was going to say, and I it's thought it was funny, better. so yeah. I, th- I thought I'd go for it. As a yeah. matter of fact, jellyfish anarchist, aka the other Victor, I went bald years ago. I just <laughs> right? comb over my giant. Right. Eyebrows. No, you just shave huge sections of your eyebrows. <laughs> And you're not very good at it, so it looks like it's slowly getting higher and higher. But yeah. you know, you're fi- you're gonna figure it out one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, my uh, <clears throat> no, uh, I I I've I've decided that I will probably get hair transplants eventually. I, you know, it's 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 2024 basically. Mm-hmm. I, people are doing that. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. There's no shame in that. Oh no, I, and, and even if there was, that would be shame. I'd be willing to bear for the sake of right. having you know. <laughs> Not not be balding, bald. I don't know. I I feel like I, my, I I I can't tell. I feel like my hair is of a lesser quality than it once was. <laughs> okay. I used to like I I don't know. I don't like the way it sits anymore. And, and you I just feel need like to it use a different has product. Something. I don't know. I feel, but I feel like it's it has something to do with my hairline receding. But I can't really mm. tell. It could be that it's like maybe thinner in the front than it used to be. I don't. I know. think that's the problem. Yeah, mm. is that it's slowly getting thinner in the front. I but I've also it. I've always had a huge forehead, so it's impossible to say. Mm. You know, that's that def- definitely does make it tough. Yeah. Is, is, like, is this a receding hairline? Like, which side of my uh, my fucking virulent German genetics is this? <laughs> Am I getting the is it the is it the bald side I, of the German or the huge forehead side of the German? I hate when you talk about German genetics. <laughs> I always just get so nervous when you start talking about your German genetics. Um <laughs> I, I promised myself I would never shave my head again. You know, I used to do that basically once a year. Yeah. And uh, I can't, I'm not doing it again. You're just afraid it's not going to come back. Uh, it, <laughs> it, it, it didn't. <laughs> it didn't all come it's back last time. It's not the same time. as it was. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got to be careful. You got to be careful as you, as you, as you get into your later twenties and early thirties. Yeah. You never know when it might be the last one. Yeah. And like when my hair is longer now, I don't, I'm not letting my hair grow out longer again uh, because now, when I do that, I start to get that weird, I'm trying to think of an example of, I, I think uh, I know what you're like, I don't think I've seen you like this, but based on the trajectory of this conversation, I feel like I know what you're describing, which is like, like, uh, uncle vibes. You know what I mean? It's, it's worse than that, but yeah. Like tank top trailer uncle vibes. I'm trying to think of like a, a, a famous person who has that same sort of like aging hair metal fan guy Woody Nelson sort of vibe maybe a little bit uh, it's you know somebody with with long hair that is too thin 
Right. It looks really bad. And the only... Steven Seagal without a wig? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like probably, probably... I've never seen him without... But I, I know what he looks like if nature had been allowed to take its course. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. that. Oh, but he he did not let nature... No, and he never will. And that's what no. we love about him. Yeah. Because yeah, he flies <laughs> in the face of nature. Right. No, he, he creates his own reality. He, he really does. <laughs> he really does. It's beautiful. <laughs> in which Aikido works and he's a Buddhist llama. Yeah. Oh, my mom texted me. Hold on. Is your dad dead? What if he was? That would suck. That would be, that would so be the fucked. worst moment of my life. That would be so <laughs> fucked. <laughs> that <would> be... <laughs> now, she's just asking me if I'd seen that uh, Leonard uh, Bernstein movie. Anyway, uh, how will bald people be treated <laughs> in the world be to come? Treated in the world to come. That's a really good question because uh, I think uh, I, I am excited to announce <laughs> that they will be treated quite well. well like kings in fact emperors yeah. even see it'll be so common that mutation causes you to sprout insane amounts of hair all over every last square inch of your body right that somebody who is bald will be perceived as otherworldly elegant beautiful efficient shiny sleek sick <laughs> sickly but in like a hot way yeah <laughs> like a like, like a like like uh like a photo with a quote on it from tumblr in 2010 yeah you know sickly beautiful right leave exactly. a pretty corpse nothing yeah. tastes as good as skinny feels <laughs> exactly because like if someone doesn't have any hair at all it's probably because their blood is riddled with radiation right and that gives them a kind of like or hair eating termites there's like and and if <laughs> Sorry. No, I was about to say something and I was like, can I, is that, can I, <laughs> which is like in the apocalypse, isn't going to be nothing sexier than having a terminal disease. <laughs> is that okay? Can I, I don't know. It doesn't feel explicitly ex offensive, but it felt bad to say, you know what I mean? I feel like, the, like I feel like where we draw the line varies a very weird amount. Right. It, well, because it, the line exists in my heart, <laughs> and mm. that my heart didn't like that one. Oh, there was okay. something about that that was like, uh, yeah, but no, but there's something to it, right? <laughs> like there's <laughs> like there's there, there's kind of like a it's it's like the it's like the tortured artist kind of thing, right? Where it's like, it's kind of like what we were talking about earlier is that every man wants something bad to have happened to them a while ago, right? Every man wants to have a tragedy that they can own, and right. like, and if you see a bald guy, you're like, well, that guy's that guy's blood is going to kill him within the month, yeah. And that gives him a kind of a, a kind of a gives him a kind of a kind of swagger to his step, a mystique, a kind of mystique. It He's makes mysterious, him fascinating. I know, irresistible yes. to women, <laughs> exactly, and. <laughs> You know, it's, um, <laughs> um, and so they'll be treated very well. They'll get a lot of ass. Ugh. <laughs> it's, uh, 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 no, I can save it, which is a form of currency. It's what, uh, what ass. I'll get a lot of, it, 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 yeah, 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 money, right? Yeah, ass is just what they call money in the right. world to come. Yeah, it's the big freezer full of butts, and you can exchange that for goods and services. <laughs> We don't have to dwell on it. It's just a little detail, yeah, you know. Yeah, you can okay. we can blow past it. It was okay. just, it's just a, a little a little bit of world building there. That's that's a but, really nice detail, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Point is, bald guys are going to be living like kings. Yeah, they're going to be. They're, 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 that's what hot looks like now. You'll see a bald guy walking down the street, and people will just be showering him with jewels and coins, <laughs> saying, yes, "Please, b please bless me." 
bless me, uh, uh, skin dome. Right. Yeah. They you let you you let them kiss your forehead for good luck mm-hmm. and rub it and like rub a it belly for ten thousand dollars a piece. Ten thousand ass. <laughs> Ten thousand asses. <laughs> Bring me all the asses in your village, peasants, and Bring I shall bless asses, you with my dome. You hairy beasts! <laughs> Look upon my reflective <laughs> skull. <laughs> Gaze upon your reflection. <laughs> you have an attendant just like fucking greasing the thing in coconut oil. It's just it's he, so shiny. He's he's, <laughs> he's rubbing it. <laughs> telling you your fortune right yeah i imagine he's like fucking 98 years old he's well, like so a lot old. of bold people a lot of bald people are gonna use that they're, they're gonna take advantage of the right. way people get excited to see them mm-hmm. to form to perform all kinds of tricks and yeah you know uh schemes it's gonna be uh if you see a bald guy in the world to come you know just you're gonna be attracted to him you're gonna want to sleep with him that's inevitable you're gonna want to compliment him and kiss his feet and praise him and 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 kneel before him. You're gonna want to for do his that. blessings. Yeah, but keep in mind that he knows that you want that. <coughs> Bless <Right>. you. <coughs> Bless you. Yeah. Don't do it again. I, I, that you was it. two strikes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and um, oh, there's someone at my front door. Is it your neighbor leaving his apartment again? Oh, shit. No, it's my neighbor's friends going to his apartment. This guy's got so many friends over all the time. <laughs> Will got a ring doorbell, and now he just watches his neighbor. It's, it's, it's the only... I, I keep getting notifications about my neighbor just having a life. <laughs> just like, I did it because... Every- I What the fuck? How are... There's so many people. It's like a it's like a reverse clown car situation. It's having some kind of party, I guess. Yeah, I guess it's so. It's Friday night, baby. Jesus. Oh, it's Friday night. Yeah. Yeah. Why do we both get sad just now? <laughs> Cuz I don't have I don't have parties. Yeah, no me neither. I think I might be the boring friend. Anyway, um <laughs> I think um, uh so um they're they're going to be shifty sometimes because they'll know that they can take advantage of you you know um and so um i'm sorry i'm hung up on the ring doorbell thing (laughs) i got the ring doorbell as a security measure because uh uh, life is scary yeah um (laughs) and sometimes scary things happen that make you want to reconsider the the, your lack of security right yeah um but it has not protected me yet yeah, I mean, it's just, in, well, because I, I don't think people are supposed to get ring doorbells for their apartments. I think it's supposed to, like, hang outside of a house. Well, but my apartment building doesn't have a buzzer. Right. And doesn't have any security cameras in it. Yeah. So now at least, I mean, you'll, you know. This place is, why am I saying You'll this? know the face of the guy who kills you. I shouldn't. I shouldn't be saying that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it shouldn't be like. I shouldn't yeah. be telling people, like, oh, my house? You could just walk right in. Yeah, yo, yo, I work at this bank and like the fucking, <laughs> the, like the fucking, the guy working, the, the security guy's like 80 years old. He's napping most of the time. Yeah. You know? And it's right he on the corner of He leaves a big ring of, of keys and... just hanging off of his belt constantly. Yeah. Doesn't even look at him. And the bank is like right on the corner of North and Central. Right. And, you and know. And I check the cameras. They're not plugged in. There are no so cameras. Like, it's just crazy. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just some observations you I've know, made. You know, I'm also a coward. 
And I'm I also like, I've, I would never press the button under the desk if there were ever to be a thing that would happen. I thought a lot about what I would do if someone pointed a gun at me and asked me for their wallet, my wallet. I'd give it to them. I think yeah. I would definitely do it. Yeah. yeah, you know, if they asked me to I'd open give it a to safe, him. right? Exactly. I'd open the safe. You know. You know. You point a gun at me through a door. I'm gonna open that door. Frankly, just show me that you have a gun. And that's all. <laughs> right. I need. Exactly. You yeah. can just imply you have a gun, and I'll, I'll let yeah, you just have like whatever. Yeah. Just like fucking stick a hand in your breast pocket, and I'll do whatever you want. Literally yeah. anything. Yeah. Like whatever. Yeah. And I'll do it right there and then on the corner of North and Central at the back. <laughs> right, yeah. You know? <laughs> and I, I don't remember what I was getting at by saying all that. God, I want someone to beat the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> it's all um, plans. Yeah, that's that's what I've actually been doing. <laughs> yeah, no, you're fuck, you're catfishing someone. It's mm-hmm. just like, I guess not catfishing. There no, is I'm an being el- very open. Well, there is an element of deception because yes. you're acting like you don't want this. <laughs> <laughs> oh no <laughs> please don't hold me up at the bank um i tried to do a sound effect of a of a lip bite and it didn't work <laughs> but that's what that was yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, all right so did we answer the question well yeah bald, being bald is going to be sick as hell dude yeah and it's going to be if you're a ball if you're bald in the world to come you're going to be fucking so lucky you're gonna be so lucky. Fuck, fucking, what's his name? Fucking Mike from uh, Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. Yeah. International sex symbol. Yep. The h- fucking hottest guy in America. Yep. They're gonna love my dad. They're gonna. <laughs> they're gonna love your dad. <laughs> love dude. my dad. Your dad is gonna get so much ass. <laughs> can't keep that in this <laughs> he doesn't listen but like i, I just don't like let's that just, let's just move on just like, we don't have to cut it out but we can just move on and not talk about it anymore <laughs> like, mom asses money in, in this scenario in context we, in, in context okay right um uh listen so i'm like really mad um i'm like really really mad okay at, at uh subject amadeus who also goes by the name null in the discord server okay uh because he started off with message with the message dear dearest babadook and pennywise I don't like that at all. I don't like that either, yeah. Because I know which <laughs> one I'm supposed to be. Right. But also I could be either one, and I don't know which one you're supposed right, it's, to be. Well, it's sloppy. I think I'm supposed to be Pennywise by default. Right. Well, because I... Mean, I yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but like... <laughs> but I also... Yeah, no, I also don't like it. No. I, I just don't care for that one. Yeah. It's a little sloppy. Yeah. It's both... But I didn't care for what it implied, and also it was just kind of... The execution was subpar yeah i just I, I i also just don't like being called the babadook you know no uh you know i i, I get it i'm i'm a tall guy with a silly hat who's very tall and scares people i i get all that and you know i'm also uh, an accidental queer icon right but you know <laughs> it's, it's, it's a lot of actually a lot of a lot of, a lot of similarities here yeah, the way i think about <laughs> it actually i think it's actually kind of perfect right <laughs> um Unless I'm supposed to be Pennywise, in You're which case fuck you tall scary skinny guy that people just kind of decided was gay yeah 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 um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, uh, right. the question was: <laughs> You've talked a bit about hive minds in the world to come. Is there any way I can create and facilitate my own hive mind, or am I destined to join the collective? Sincerely, Null. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. What else would you like to say to Stall? I don't know. I just, just, I mean, I just want to point out how interesting the question is. It's very interesting. Is like if I one word to describe this question? Yeah, be interesting. I, think. I would, I would call I'm it really interesting. Inter- I'm interested in this question, and I, I would not only call it interesting, I would call it, you know, um, uh, very interesting. Right. 
Well, now I'm thinking about this instead of hive mind stuff. Uh, <laughs> let me. Um, <laughs> like, well, here's the thing. Right, is that creating a hive mind is difficult, unless you already have incredible psychic powers. You have to go the biological route. Yeah, and that means maybe finding a guy and just mushing your head against his as hard as you can until yeah. your brain's touched. And just below, I'm you! While you do it. Yeah. Just kind of scream at him, I'm you, until yeah. he believes you. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So here's And it might take days. <laughs> yes. So here's step one. Cut your head open, expose your brain. Right. Step two, get a guy. Cut his head open, expose his brain. Mush your brain up against his. Scream, I'm you, yeah. for three days. Mm-hmm. By the end of it, he'll either believe he's part of you or he'll be dead. Right. Win-win. Win-win. <laughs> because either you get a, you, an addition you, to your hive mind yeah, or, or a free brain. Oh, yes. You know? Which you can then actually put in on your brain. Right. And that'll at least sell you as a guy who could do a hive mind. Right. Like the next guy that you scream I'm you at might believe you. Because <laughs> she's like, this guy's got two brains. He's got a totem pole of brains going out <laughs> the top of his head. That seems like the kind of guy I might be. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> the more brains you can stack up atop your exposed brain. Yeah, but people are looking at that and be like, one of those got to be mine. Yeah, <laughs> you exactly. know, you tie them to a chair, you scream in their face for like eight days, you don't give them any water. Eventually, they'll be like, that could be one of my brains. Yes, exactly. You know? Now, and, and so that's one way to create what what we refer to as a synthetic hive mind. Right. It's one that's not literally a hive mind, but functions like one because people believe they're in a hive mind with you mm-hmm. and therefore commit themselves to studying your will, your goals, your personality traits, and all those things so they can perfectly predict and replicate exactly what actions you would have them take moment to moment. So it works kind of like a hive mind, but it's not a literal hive mind. Right. Right, well, because what is a hive mind? What, yeah. what is the pursuit of a hive mind? It's, it's just the about, pursuit of companionship. It's just about being in sync. You right? know what I mean? Togetherness. Yeah. Yeah. It's about, you know, sharing common goals and sharing your time and intimacy. You know, I think that's what you really want, Noel, is you want intimacy. And you also want control. Right. You want... (laughs) (laughs) What I'm saying is you're a bad person. (laughs) And so (laughs) that you're a bad, lonely man. Right. Um, You're the kind of person who looks at other people and thinks, what if they were me? Right. That would be better if they were me. If these people were all just extensions of me. Right. Which is all they should be. These people have their own thoughts, and that's stupid. That's ridiculous. Why wouldn't their thoughts be my thoughts as well? I'm the person in the room. I am the person. I'm the guy here. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Right. I'm sorry. (laughs) 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 I don't know you. It's a lot of assumptions you're making based on a question <laughs> that you asked a comedy podcast, <laughs> like um, based on stuff we said. Yeah, <laughs> you're actually a really, really good person, right? You know, you want to share a mind with people because you're so empathetic that you want to give yourself over to the the needs of a collective. What a beautiful, beautiful thing that is about you. You're a really good person. You just got to figure out how to connect with people on like a deeper level than you normally would. Right. I'm trying so hard to think of a direction for that bit that doesn't involve just orgy stuff. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, that could be part of it. You could could do that. Sure. 
I bet if you had an orgy go on long enough, like if you just had like an orgy that went on for like three and a half months, if you had enough acid, if you yes, that's also an important element yeah. of it. And that's if just you had a well, that's going to be in the air. So like, it's you just kind of breathe in and you'll yeah. start hallucinating. Yeah. So just like the general hallucinatory experience of your day to day life in the apocalypse, plus plus like four to three months of nonstop fucking like eighty people. Yeah. Eventually, yeah, it's just you're all going to be on the same page and, uh, to an incredible extent. To an incredible extent. Yeah. And so that's another way you could form a hive mind is by sex, by fucking, by doing the do, by doing the nasty. Doing the the horizontal mambo with like seventy five people. people. Yeah, that's it's, huh? Hmm? I don't know. I'm just, I'm I was imagining at the same time, and I just I just I don't know. What? That I just, won't I just, work. I just I just but I just conjured this image of like a fuck tower in my brain, <laughs> of just like. Of just like a pile, it's just like it's just like normal missionary sex, but just stacked seventy times. I think it's <laughs> like I think it's really brave of you to say I conjured that image in my brain. As I conjured to, a fuck tower that popped into my <laughs> head. It's really courageous of you to take responsibility for that thought. No, I had the thought. <laughs> I made, I imagined it. We're in. We're I, I in imagined your show? seventy people stacked on top of each other, thrusting. Were I in your missionary shoes? style? Were I in your shoes? I would simply. I would I would allow that to be an intrusive thought that right. I share. I, I, the weird thing is, the older I get, the more I just say stuff that I'm like, "Why? Why did you? Why was that not an inside mm. thought?" Yeah, and it troubles me. I feel similarly. I can't not talk to my parents about how fucked my life is. Oh, that's the it worst. It sucks. Like I, but I can't stop myself from doing it. Yeah. Like anytime I think, like, because that's how I process my life, right? Uh -huh. Is that anytime something terrible happens to me, I just like repackage it in my brain as a funny bit. <laughs> <laughs> like it works. It's great. Yeah. But then I'll like try, like I will, I am unable to stop myself from sharing those bits for my parent with my parents. And it has never once made them laugh. They don't like it. They don't, your parents do not like to hear about how your fucking uh, apartment smells like shit. <laughs> they don't need to know. And they don't want to know. Man, my apartment's in similar condition. I get it. Yeah. My apartment's actually pretty clean right now. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what were we talking I about? I don't know. What was the question? Uh, hive um, minds? Were you still talking minds. about hive minds? Here, listen. I'm about to blow your mind right now. Okay. You are, you're already one. Oh shit. The soul so does deep. not sit anywhere in the body. Fuck it yeah. arises from the interplay of Fuck a yeah. trillion cells. Fuck yeah. You're fuck all yeah. Right. You've never been one thing ever once in your life. Oh, fuck yeah. You're a, a fucking trillion-fold cellular super colony. You exist as a hive oh. mind right now. Oh, Where Alan. is your consciousness? Oh, Alan. Point at it. It's nowhere. Ooh, it's fuck. all of you. Sorry. <laughs> 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 Sorry. So anyway, <laughs> so Oh, so I, I don't know just kind of like instead there. of becoming a hive mind just sort of like reframe your way of thinking and just kind of smugly sit in being a hive mind mm. you know you're already there so you gotta, you it's gotta, just that it's just that all the individual <laughs> segments of that hive mind are very stupid such a weird fucking bit I'm sorry just like, I just really get off on that Alan Watts shit. I'm just, um, I'm sweating. Uh, what should yeah, we? Uh, How long have you been recording? Uh, Seventy-two minutes. We've only done two questions, so we should definitely do. We more. should do two, maybe one or two. Let's more, do yeah. two. Yeah, let's do like let's do two more and see how we feel. And I then have, maybe do one more, but maybe not. I have to pee. 
Okay. Do you want to pull up a Gmail while I pull pee? Up a, let, me, let me find us a Gmail. All right. I'll be back. If you want to talk about, like, any Dr. Seuss adaptations that make you mad while I'm gone, you can do that, too. All right. I don't know if Cat in the Hat with Mike Myers is pretty fucking bad, too. Uh, I haven't I haven't seen Cat in the Hat it's fucking, in it, many years. It, it's, in, it's Oh, no, it's, it's bad. I remember it's it being just, bad. Repulsive. <laughs> I remember it being a, like, in a aggressive I, I can't and, talk like, about hard movie like, oh, it's like aggressive is the right word like it's, it's fun aggressive. but it's not fun the way no, it's fun no, it's like it, is the word. it feels like it's screaming at you it, it feels like somebody it's you know what it's 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 playful but like in an older brother way there's a like like it's like right it's, yeah it, it it's having fun by, it's having fun by hurting you it's it, it is having fun yes you maybe you i don't know <laughs> like that you don't want to have it's 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 like you know what? I have, to pee. I there, have to pee. I can't keep talking about this. I can't. There's a scene in Cat in the Hat where they go to a fucking rave, and the entire movie has the same energy as that scene. Like you, you it feels like you're watching Cat in the Hat. Feels like you're at like a the, like you're not like a you're not a club person, but you're at a club, and the music is too loud, and people are screaming at you, and a guy you don't recognize is like fucking tugging at your shirt and trying to get your attention. He has something to say to you, but like you can't hear what he's saying over the sound of the music, and the music sucks. Like it's bad music, and there's lights, but the, the, like the lights are too bright. But it's also whenever the lights aren't shine, shining, it's fucking pitch fucking black in there. You can't see a goddamn thing. So you're just, it's just overwhelming. It's like this fucking it's it's a sensory mess this film. Dear Croissant and Eclair. This is from Adrian in the Discord server. Okay. I am currently snug as a bug in a rug in a rug in a bed, attempting to go to sleep. Ooh. However, since God hates me, I've started to hear absurdly loud ringing in my ears. This got me wondering, what new sounds are going to be bouncing around in people's heads in the world to come? Is tinnitus going to still be limited to ringing, or will it be excruciating in new and exciting ways? Thanks, a partially deaf Adrian. Um, instead of just ringing in your ears, a, a, a big part of tinnitus is just going to be like a voice whispering problematic stuff that your parents <laughs> did in like the 80s. Just like, just like, it's just a voice that like tells you what thought your dad had the first time he ever encountered a gay guy. <laughs> like just before he knew any better, just like when it just, like he had nothing to go on except for just like kind of cultural imprint of how we should feel about that kind of thing. Just the real thought that went through your dad's head, the real homophobic thought that your dad had. It's just going to be a thing that gets whispered in your ears at night and also ringing. You're, you're going to be laying awake at night unable to sleep because all you're going to be able to hear over and over again is your father dressed as a Native American at a Halloween <laughs> party in 1983. <laughs> your father dressed as a Native American at a Halloween party in 1983. And it's going to keep you up. Someone had to explain to your mother why blackface is wrong last year. <laughs> <laughs> Too, really like too recent honestly in my opinion it has opinions <laughs> it's, 
it's frankly a little bit more judgmental than you might have been on your own. <laughs> right. It's... And it's so, and it kind of starts to be a little bit convincing, and it makes you kind of resent them more than you otherwise would. Yeah. You know, otherwise you might think, well, it was a different time. They were ignorant, and they're, they're I'm sure they don't feel the same way that they used to. But it's kind of like it makes it, some good points. It makes some really, it really good kind of like puts stuff in context where you're like, I feel like they should know better by now, and, and that they you should know? have even like back they haven't then. changed enough. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> And it's going to it's gonna be hard because you're going to be sleep deprived and mad at your parents and just mad at society for creating the kind of problematic stuff that, yeah. you know, that swayed them in the directions they swayed in. And um, that's going to suck, you know? <laughs> it's just, I, I just saw especially, it. Like, especially uh, you, Adrian, because your mom is really racist. She's so fucking, it's <laughs> crazy, dude. <laughs> like, your mom sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you know i never wanted to be a podcaster yeah no <laughs> <laughs> you just kind of just kind of wandered into kind of something, something that I, that happened to you just yeah. happened. it's just yeah. kind of something i did to you <laughs> it, it's just you know life takes you in funny directions right yeah and you never see some of it coming yeah no <laughs> you're just talking about how racist someone's mom is in front of thousands of people <laughs> You just kind of you just kind of blunder into that one day. It's just sort of trip and fall. I'm five years old, sitting down at my piano. My piano teacher has a ruler. She's wrapping my knuckles with it and saying, "Toccata, staccato again." And I go, "Yes." I'm, someday I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna tell everyone. I'm gonna be. I, I'm gonna show the world. That I'm 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 worth something. Uh, I'm gonna tell people that their moms are racist. <laughs> and I'm gonna do that. It's... And your piano teacher is like, "What does this have to do with piano?" And you're like, "Honest, I don't even know anything." And that was my first vision. <laughs> that was my first vision. Right. Um, Adrian, your mom was my piano teacher. That's and how she, I know and, that and she's she, racist. She keeps wrapping his knuckles. Yep. And I know she didn't use to. She didn't do it to the other kids. It's because I was Jewish. That's <laughs> <laughs> how it's. it's what, that's what the ringing ear is going to start telling you. I'm just letting you know now. You're going to hear it again in a few years. You're gonna you're gonna hear this story all over again. It's going to be from a voice ringing in your ears. And many others. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. this is the tip of the goddamn iceberg. Yeah, your mom's like, a real piece of work. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How are we uh, doing on time? Uh, we should probably answer another question. <laughs> Let's answer one more question. I think that Let's we just one need more one more. There. Uh, 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 I feel like I was looking at Gross, Chris. <laughs> That's so gross. Say excuse me. They At this point, they know what my burps sound like. <laughs> I bet think, they can tell them they apart can distinguish by now. Our yeah. burps? <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think the true heads. The true, <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> you know, like they'll they'll be able to tell. Mm. They'll be able to they'll be able to see right through your deceit. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Dunn and Wood. How will we let people know we like them romantically in the world to come? Kissing. Let's just a little kiss on the lips, but only for friends. Mm -hmm. You know, romantic partners. You don't do that with. For romantic partners, it's only chaste handshakes. Yeah, because reproduction is deadly serious business. Mm -hmm. You know. Yes. Literally business. It's literally, yeah. No, yeah. there's. It's and, and it, honestly, there's very little. There's there's almost nothing romantic about reproduction these days. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Like, it's literally just like, what traits do I have and what traits do you have? And will the thing that comes out of us once we're finished be able to, like, help me with chores and stuff? Will it benefit us right, to exactly. create more like us? It's like, do we want a guy? Right. You know, to, like, do things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and, uh, and, and what kind of guy... Is, would be good for us you know right uh, who you choose as a romantic partner in the world to come isn't going to be based on who you love it's going to be based on who is the best you can get right um and who you feel will has has the kinds of mutations that would best complement your own yeah like, exactly. let's say let's say you have giant hands as a result of uh the, the radiation your hands are so big that you can walk with your fingers let's say you got hands that big okay wouldn't that be cool? That'd be pretty fucking cool. Dude. All right, cool. Next question. I would, I would definitely fuck one of those and make my kid like that. <laughs> and, you know? and if you've got that, maybe you want to find somebody with really, really big feet. Yeah. Or really, really big arms. See, like, really, like, like what we consider romance these days is more of a creative endeavor. Yeah. It's just kind of see, like, what can we make with this? Mm -hmm. It's like, we're all so fucking weird now. It's right. just, it's really just kind of scientific curiosity. Yeah. Where you're just like, my belly button is the size of a snake. Mm -hmm. So, like, what happens <laughs> when I do it? <laughs> what happens if I mate with this snake? <laughs> and, you know. And then you have a kid with a fucking snake coming out of its belly button. Right. And that rules, dude. That is High very helpful. High fives to that kid. He's that a rules weapon. for that kid. He's a weapon who can eat with his belly button. And he just seems like a sick dude I'd like to hang out with. Yeah, I you agree. Know? Yeah. <laughs> just like, this is Jared. He can do a cool thing. Do the cool thing, Jared. Whoop. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Jared's going to be a hit at parties. Yeah. And, and that's going to serve you well. You want to have good, strong social capital in the world to come. Right. And snake belly button's going to be a useful thing. You know, you got to be creative. You got to be inventive. You gotta cobble new people together out of the parts that you find, but it's serious it's business. It's very serious business, and it's not so something you, you let wanna, feelings get in the way of. So, you're like, what you're gonna want to do is you're gonna want to give the person you're romantically interested in your resume. Yes, you know mm -hmm. your CV. Mm -hmm. I don't know what a CV is. Uh, Can you tell me what a CV is, real quick? Uh, uh, okay, good. You don't know either. <laughs> There's uh, good. Neither of us are adults. Okay, good. Cool. <laughs> it's that you're gonna. So you're gonna give him one of. The, you basically you just gotta prove that you're qualified. Give her a cool vat. <laughs> give her like a cool vat. <laughs> give her <You're>, a... no. <laughs> 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 well, because uh, you're not having sex with this person. It's business. Right. You're going to have to give them a vat of either your seeds and or ovums. Okay, <laughs> your yeah. fucking eggs, And dude. a cool one because you want to impress them. Don't give them some lame little bucket. Give her a cool vat. A cool vat, you know? Yeah. Like a, 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 a classy vat. <laughs> <laughs> give her your crazy vampire. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, friends, give, give, give her a give her a <laughs> okay, classy <okay>. vest. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, friends are just like forty-five minute long tongue kissing sessions. Yeah, just like just hot and heavy. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Is that good? Are we good? I think we're probably good. I think we're probably good. I don't know. I We've been recording episode. for 95 minutes. I think there's some good stuff it's in here. It's a lot of video game talk. It's a lot of video, like it's, a, it's kind of it's shit. kind of a scattered episode, but those are good sometimes. Well, we can do one more if it would make you feel comfortable. <coughs> oh, I'm dying. Yeah. 
Chris, I do believe that it may be my time. All right. Oh, I'm growing cold. Oh, he's fading. Hand me that blanket. It's he's just. Thank you, Chris. You're just going to tuck it him around the sides. Thank you, everyone. Just give him a single kiss on the forehead. For listening to life. In oh, the he's world turning to come. into sand. <laughs> oh, he's sand now. Guys, Will is sand. Uh oh. <laughs> All right, now, uh, so our intro and outro music is We Are the Hellhounds by the Taxpayers. <laughs> you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash lifeintheworldtocom. And uh, you can buy our merch at lifeintheworldtocom.bigcartel.com. Uh, anything else? No, that's it. Thanks, everybody. He's sand now. And now I'm going to turn you into a little castle. I'm gonna bubble a little bit of water. I'm a castle now. <laughs> I don't like. I'm Sorry. knocking this down. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like it. I don't think what came. I think that I think he was still sand when he was Will, but the thing that ha- came out of the castle was a fully different guy. I don't know who that is. I don't like that guy. Good night. <laughs> Good night, everybody.